Welcome to the Onyx Podcast. I'm this week's host, Dixie Cochran, here with myself, Dixie Cochran, to introduce to you the opening ceremonies panel from last week's Onyx PathCon. I guess it was technically this week's Onyx PathCon since it ended on a Sunday and that's technically the first day of the week, even though people always think of it as the weekend. It's a whole thing. But we did an opening ceremonies last Friday, one week ago, if you're listening to this in the day it drops, which you're probably not because I'm the only person that does that with most of their podcasts. Uh, Yeah. So without further ado, here's the opening ceremonies. There are some announcements to be had, and I hope you enjoy it. Please do forgive us for any audio quality issues. This is a recording of a Zoom call, so I wasn't able to adjust the level like I usually would. On with the show! So without further ado, let's uh, introduce everybody. I will start with Impish Ian Watson. Oh no. You may have heard of. It's Rich, the rest of the gang, and Ian. Um, hi, I'm the uh, community manager for Onyx Path Publishing and the content lead for the Trinity Continuum. And we've also got Dixie. Hi, I'm Dixie Cochran. I'm the in-house developer for Chronicle of Darkness and Exalted. I'm one of the hosts of the Onyx Pathcast, and I am the lead developer for the Onyx Path. So I do a little bit of poking everywhere. Uh, we've got Eddie, who's unmuted. So I'll let him talk next. Um, my name is Eddie Webb. I am one of the in-house developers here at uh, Onyx Path, and I'm also uh, responsible for our Story Path games, as well as the uh, co-owner of Pugmire, and Matthew. And I'm Matthew Dawkins. I'm the World of Darkness in-house developer, along with they came from and the various 5th edition properties that aren't Pugmire. And I also have a little bit to play, a little part to play on the media side of things, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Onyx Pathcast. It's lovely to be here. Yay. Thank you, Matthew. Right, that's it. That's it. We can go now. Cool. Yep. So bye, now you know bye. who we are. Yep. We've introduced um, ourselves. How, how, about this, how about this show we've got going? This is our second uh, virtual convention. Last year, we uh, we, we really uh, scrambled. We thought this would be a good idea. And I think we put it on in about two weeks. Yeah. So like that it. was uh, that was kind of um, short notice, but it seemed like something we just really wanted to do. And we hoped a lot of people would enjoy it. And in fact, uh, a lot of folks were able to attend, but many more said I would have attended if I'd only had a little bit more time to plan it. So this time around, we gave about what? Uh, I don't know, two weeks? No, I mean, two, months, uh, two months? I'd say two months, six weeks. Um, and uh, and uh, I'm hoping everybody who did want to attend the first one now can attend the second one, and we'll be uh, talking at you and playing some games uh, uh, through the whole thing, as well as uh, talking with you. Uh, we'll be answering questions uh, in the chat. So if anybody uh, does think of something they want to ask us while we're doing this thing, uh, please uh, please do uh, put your question in the form of a question. And you can we'll, actually preface it with the word question, either in all yeah. caps or not. That's super helpful. Um, you can also tag me if you really need to, because I'll be probably checking the chat more. Yeah. Um, but also tag me and say nice things about me. Uh, <laughs> I still think it's funny that when we were planning this last year, we like we, we started talking about it. And we were like, well, I hope the idea of a virtual convention won't be obsolete by June. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. as we say, that was six years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2020. Uh, but, but yeah, it's. But it's you, know you, you know you know what else? You know you know what else, Rich? What else? Let Matthew? me tell you something, brother. Oh, here it well, goes. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> this convention isn't just for games, Jack. This convention is also for charity, brother. And perhaps you would like to tell the viewers of this here opening ceremony about the charity. And uh, and maybe we could get some links posted up into the chat for where people can go to donate to it, should they feel so inclined. Yeah, that sounds like some great ideas. You've clearly thought this through, um, unlike the rest of us. So um, the the charity is the Badana Group, and the Badana Group is a nonprofit organization dedicated to using uh, tabletop gaming, uh, role-playing games, board games um, for therape therapeutic tools. Um, they are a, an organization of therapists who um, have done a lot of work with uh, special needs children and as well as, uh, as uh, 
adolescence moving into, you know, how am I supposed to deal with being an adolescent and using role playing games to help with that. So uh, you may have been able to uh, listen to the Pathcast crew talk to Jack Birkenstock, who is the um, one of the founding members and and basically the public face of the Bodana Group uh, mm-hmm. last week, right? It was a week ago, yeah. Friday. Yeah, right. So uh, and last, that was a great, yeah. great conversation. If, if folks are not normally listening to Yannick's Pathcast, I do recommend going and checking out last week's episode because we not only talk about the Madonna group in general and, and, and Jack specifically, but also we did some great conversations about therapeutic use of gaming, safety tools. Um, and of course, Jack does a great rich impression. So, I mean, it's all worthwhile. Listening. Well, I'm, I'm only halfway through. So he got to that too, did he? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Okay. But also Jack's just always a delightful person to yeah. watch too. So he's, and, and, he's and, full of joy and interesting things. And I think he explains the mission because, I mean, it's so integral to who he is. He explains mm-hmm. the mission so well. Um, it's one of the reasons why he's the one who's out there. Um, convincing people to to uh, work with the Bodana Group, um, getting grants for the Bodana Group. I mean, all the things that a nonprofit needs to do. So we're doing our small part to help out with uh, by uh, by dedicating a portion of uh, the proceeds to those folks as we've done, um, uh, well, really a lot of times in the past. So mm-hmm. uh, I've always felt really strongly that role-playing games are fun and entertaining, but they're also, they can also touch us in a lot of uh, Deeper ways, more more integral ways, and uh, that's really what the mission of the Botanic Group is all about. So, uh, if you want more history and information about them, please do listen to that podcast because I think Jack does a great overview where they come from, why are they doing it, and uh, and it's uh, it's something that says that you know role playing games can be art and and they can be used for something um, more than than the fun that we normally have with them. So. Um, it's nice to uh, it's nice to see our stuff appreciated like that. So, what else do we want to talk about here while we're hanging out, gang? We only haven't done this since oh, I don't know Monday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have any changes to report, so we can just move on, right? Right. <laughs> uh huh. So, um, came out. That's cool. Aberrant did come out on Wednesday. That's so exciting. Yes. I have a copy somewhere. Like a long up, time coming. I'm not prepared. You have a copy? I haven't gotten a copy yet. I got a copy like weeks ago. If, if I go, I if I go for my copy, I may not get back in this spot correctly. Eddie, I backed it. That's why. Oh, never. that's why. I okay. don't have the rule book handy. Oh my god, people! And I have the the GM screen here. I think my copy is on Neil's desk. <laughs> and and Rich, Rich has. Oh, there you go. Well, you, there, we can vaguely oh, no. see it, Rich. Yeah. There yeah. you go. It's it's coming out of the shadows, Fli- just like me. <laughs> yeah, flickering in and out of and existence. backwards. Can you now is um, it backwards when you see it, or is it backwards when I see it? it oh, it's, it's forwards when I see it. We okay, can see good. it. Yeah. Well, uh, let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. On the Trinity Continuum, Rich gave me permission to discuss this in the opening ceremony because yes. I'm not going to be around for the What's Up with Onyx Path panel this weekend. Aww. We've got another Trinity Continuum game. In the works. It's not our. I'm running a game or on a panel. It's fine. You. It's fine. It's doing oh work. well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna miss you too. But you know, V5 games, as we know, Vampire got to be run closest game to my heart next to Wraith. They came from and every other game, but Trinity as well, very close to my heart. And uh, I am developing at this time a game called Aether, sticking with that A theme. <laughs> and it is set in the late ni- late 19th century. Uh, it is a game that blends, uh, well, our Trinity Continuum with The War of the Worlds and uh, Sherlock Holmes, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. There's a lot of sort of Rube Goldberg machinery logic behind what's going on there, where people become powered through through medicines, tonics, devices, and so on. It isn't an internal manifestation thing, at least not so far as anyone knows. There's not global affecting event in Aether. It's scientists, explorers, people who experiment with the fundaments of reality who are finding out they can alter reality by essentially spinning it into an existence they picture. And it's very exciting. The team are writing on that right now. 
And yeah, uh, this is our first opportunity to announce it. So here it is, AFA announced. Ian, is there anything you want to say about it as you are the Trinity head honcho? So you see the Von Aether uh, username. That that was a hint the entire time. Long, long, long <laughs> what a long years. game you play. I, I played a long game. Oh, a long. Uh, 20 years of Von Aether. H- yeah. H.G. Wells, the uh, time machine. The protagonist was, in fact, Ian A.A. Watson. Who knew? Ian yeah. A. H. A. G. Watson. Ian Hagwell. Yeah, thank, thank you. He's Hag? Well. Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, if, basically, if you're a fan of things like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which pulled together like all sorts of fiction bits from the Victorian period into one bundle, that's basically what we're doing here, uh, except it's part of the, the trendy continuum. So if you like that, you'll like this. Excellent. Which is not to, yeah. not to forget that... Um, just tomorrow at five o'clock yes the first of the new trinity continuum games anima will be being play tested for the very first time in public i'm ready for this i believe assassins is also at three o'clock yes excellent so we have two trinity games going on i'm so excited about anima i'm excited to show it to people even though eddie bought the same glasses i have so now i can't use that prop because he hates me but I do, however, have uh, let's see where are they? I've got robot contact lenses I'll be wearing. Ooh, nice. Awesome. I've got cyber eyes. Uh, I am so excited for this game. I remember when we were first talking about it, like forever ago, it feels like with Dominic and like seeing the documents and seeing what we were doing with it and all this other stuff. And like I loved the idea, partially because I'm a big fan of VR focused stories in general. Like I've always been a fan of, of Snow Crash. I like the uh, Tad Williams Otherland series a, a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really into that part of it. But then when we started talking about the MMO side, like I was a World of Warcraft player for 10 plus years. I've played so many MMOs. Like, cause for a while, you know, especially in the aughts, it was like, is this one going to replace Warcraft? Better try it. And so we just like no. try every single MMO. Um, and I love them. I love all of them. So I'm, I was very, very excited to work on this, and I'm very excited to play it. Did you know that we had to uh, try out every MMO that came out when we were working on the World of Darkness MMO? Yes. Um, I'm sorry. CCP Some of those uh, weren't good. would buy, buy it for the entire crew, whatever codes were needed or boxes at the time. And we had to play through... And I remember playing through, Con- uh, we're well, not playing through, obviously, but, you know, playing enough of Conan to understand how it worked. Mm-hmm. And what was the Warhammer one? I had friends was- who worked on Conan because I lived in Raleigh. They were mm-hmm. all Funcom employees. Yeah. And there, there was there was the Warhammer one. There was, uh, we, we played Old Republic, I remember, when it first came out. Oh, right. oh for, for those in the audience who aren't familiar, uh, there was, in, in the works, a World of Darkness MMO, and it was scrapped. Right. Um, so I, like... I saw concept art for it when I was dating Rose, but yep. that was in 2009. Or if you, or if you look in the uh, Vampire Fifth Edition core rulebook. Yeah, right. yeah there's, 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 uh, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some excellent work that that was. So, I mean, some of the concept art was absolutely uh, wonderful. Um, there, there were a whole. Was it, how many were there district pieces, Eddie? The uh, 25 yeah, location I mean, concept art pieces that were just a you know a shot of a location um, that were that were sort of to encapsulate how this this MMO uh, the various regions could be, but of course that's all gone now. So mm-hmm. and and, it, uh, and we worked were, on that before Onyx Path was created. Right. If people are really interested in seeing anything about that, um, if you could find the box set of Kindred the Embrace that came out around 2013, you mean the box set videos. that we have on our shelf in the other room. Yes, that, uh, in the extras, uh, there is a bit about the upcoming World Darkness MMO in there. Um, so. Oh, that hurts. I know, I know. <laughs> I watched it recently. It was it was schadenfreude for me. <laughs> yeah, I remember talking to Rose about it back in the day and being super excited about it. Because I was playing World of Warcraft at the time. I was a pretty hardcore raider. And I was like, I will switch to this game. I want to play a vampire. That would be so cool. And I, I did not switch to that game. I kept playing World of Warcraft for several years. Speaking of, what was the MMO where everybody flew? 
City of Heroes? City of Heroes? No, no, no. This was a fantasy one. And, uh, and the whole deal was that at a certain point you got your wings and then you could fly Near around. or something? I don't remember. It wasn't remember. Rift, was it? Was it? Rift. Eon? There's yeah, Aeon. Aeon. Yeah, no, that was. How could I have forgotten that one? <laughs> not, not, not your Aeon, Ian. Oh, <laughs> yes, I, yes, I understand. Every yeah. Trinity Continuum. Aeon with an I. Now you yeah. can fly. Not Aeon yeah. with an E. Yeah. I had a second. Yeah. Ago, I was saying, speaking of information that doesn't exist anymore or didn't know about, um, I believe Matthew, you've been uh, teasing a certain uh, game with redacting certain pieces of information. If you want to talk about that. Let me tell you something, dude. Yeah, it seems <laughs> I'm getting all my most of my announcements out of the way on this panel. Not all, um, but yeah. Well, you can hold off. So for no, no, um, because this will be announced in the brochure that we're intending on releasing today as well. So mm -hmm. I should probably clear it now. Oh, although we'll announce it again on future panels. They came from Classified. We released that as the title of a game uh, several months back now. And there's been a lot of conjecture over what the actual title is of They Came From Classified. Because is it a mystery? Is there a name behind the name? What's the subject matter of this? Lots of people have been guessing at things. People have been guessing at, I don't know, they came from outer space, which is available on Drive RPG as a supplement to Beneath the Sea. Uh, people were guessing at, who knows, romance adventure. Uh, period theater. dramas, uh, theatre, noir, musicals, all these various they came from. They came from stage left. It could have been anything. But some people, very canny people, did guess correctly that they came from classified is also the title of the game. They came from classified. It <laughs> is our spy game. It's our spy movie game pulling heavily from James Bond, the Avengers, the John Steed M. Appeal Avengers, obviously, uh, the man from Uncle, the prisoner. Champions. Uh, yeah, uh, the other yeah, prisoner, definitely. Uh, oh, well, so, so many, so many. Uh, even going a bit grim and gritty at points with um, the John le Carré material, mm. the Ipcris file. Uh, we've got a lot of different subject matter in here it kind of fills a, a a period stemming from i guess the 60s to the late 70s uh because most of these they came from kind of fit within a certain set of decades yeah. worth of cinema yeah. and uh yeah that Cold is War, a book that is completely sex. written uh, <laughs> that that yeah let's have, let's have that as the <laughs> subtitle there is some austin powers in there as well um but that's a that's a game that we managed to keep a, a lid on for quite a while uh it is now in editing so we we've been working on it, on it diligently it. that was hilarious it's like going no, yeah that, play what it's about and we just told people what it was so about. should we should we tell that story <laughs> the title story well or do we want, or do we, uh, so sorry. i don't know uh, uh do we want to look like we're clever uh so i <laughs> know oh, we can tell the story uh, people know we're not clever. So now, initially, when we we knew that we were going to be doing an espionage themed, they came from game. Mm -hmm. uh, it was going to be the third core, and the big challenge with they came from classified was what are we going to call the damn thing? The biggest challenge because, with a lot of the of the they came from games is getting a title that doesn't sound sexual in nature. Yeah, yeah, Now some of them can work as innuendos, and arguably a Roger Moore era Bond game could. But this one in particular, for a while, we were lingering around things like they came from beyond the Iron Curtain or uh, that kind of thing. But it felt a little too serious, a little too John le Carré, because it positioned russians as the enemy and we've already kind of done that with beneath the sea uh, and they're not the only enemy obviously but well, so the, the, those filthy commies yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, are one of the brackets of enemies in beneath the sea so we thought about they came from the secret volcano lair they came from and that went too far the other way that was far too austin powers and mm -hmm. so we were dancing around it and i think it was eddie in the end yep. said let's just have it as classified 
as a sort of placeholder, or it was one of many suggestions you made at the point at the time. And we just all said, that's it. We're going to do it. And we're not going to check. We're going to nope. give that out as the title. Too much effort to try um, to find a new without title. Without telling anyone. Yeah, without telling anyone what it is. Um, so who knows what the cover treatment might look like. It may be a classified sticker over an actual title. That's, that's um, what I hope it is. I really hope it's yeah. like they came then, from classified. Like the- as long yeah. as we don't have to tell, like if it's just parts of letters, yeah. it will be fine. But if we actually have to figure out the title that we have to put the, the sticker over, then we're, we, we're in trouble again. We'll, we'll do we that. Could, we could put classified under word. it and then classified as a stamp. Knickers. We can repurpose those Trudy stickers that went over the Aeon books. Yeah. Oh, just put Trudy yeah. continue. <laughs> they came from the Trinity. Trinity bang. <laughs> Not another one. No, it didn't. No, it's classified now. Um, so yeah, that uh, was, it was. It was actually a pretty fun discussion. If it was a little frustrating until Eddie just uh, came up with his brainstorm, and then the rest of us went, "Well, you win." And the hilarious part was, I was being an asshole about it, right? <laughs> was like just let's just call it classified and just not worry about the problem and they're like yes great and like, wait what i was joking <laughs> but okay i didn't work i remember when i was at school i did without realizing the value of being an asshole <laughs> well, well i remember when i was at school teachers would always tell you in creative writing the last thing you need to come up with is the title the title matters far less than the content and that's bullshit, frankly. As far as my creative process goes, I need the title to tell me what's going to be in the book. <laughs> I can't start working until I know what the title's going to be. And if you change that title later, that's fine. But I still need a title. Provide I can't you just with, with it a poor focus. words. Yeah. In- I think yeah, for me, exactly. I, feel, I feel very differently if it's uh, fiction versus uh, yep. like a rule book. If it's a rule book, you're like, here's what's in this rule book. But if it's fiction, then often you'll like, hit upon a phrase while you're writing that makes a good title. Yeah. And that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, it, it really depends on what you're writing. Cause yeah, like if I'm writing, if, if I'm writing a textbook, I'm, I'm like a, an, an algebra textbook, I'm going to call it, you know, al- algebra two. That's, I'm that's a grand full and fine. Cool. <laughs> it's a inside joke. So, all right. Um, oh, I would like to uh, tell people as well who are watching and listening, if you haven't already and you do have some time free this weekend, do check out the website uh, for where all our games are hosted. It should be posted in the Twitch chats shortly, if it isn't already in there, uh, where you can sign up to play in games, where you can sign up to run games if you particularly want to run something at short notice. But there are still games available with slots and there's lots of games running. You don't need to appear on camera if that's something that um, you're worried about. Most of these things are taking place over discord where they're voice only so really you know it's an opportunity for you to get into a game very little cost it's a i think it's the gms set the cost and no one is charging the earth to participate in their games and uh, part of that is going off to charity so it's a very good cause so if you've got a few free hours this weekend games are running all the time, all day, all night, you will find something that you can play in. There's a lot of fantastic GMs who are participating in this. And yeah, as I say, if you want to run Jumpstart or you've had a game in your head for a while and you just want to run it, and even if you just want to do a simple play test of some rules, you want to get your head around a game, you can actually advertise a game as, I want to do a they came from beneath sea trial session. Anyone who wants to join in with me just so we can roll some dice and see how the game works, do that too. This is a good opportunity for you to share ideas and have an opportunity to just play around with systems. So, as a yeah. segue, uh, as a segue, mm-hmm. um, folks uh, who have been backing the uh, Exalted Essence Kickstarter and who have enough that they'd like to try out some of the uh, rules that are have been revealed to them as backers. Um, that's an that's an opportunity to, to to gather a few people, jump in here with our with our uh, our con and try them out. You know? I want to see people trying out all the rules that have no charms yet. Yeah, well, I mean, there's <laughs> from what I've been able to Make understand, obviously the charms is a huge chunk, which is why we're taking an entire week to release them. Yeah, charms. But there's a lot of stuff in there that a lot of people have been playing around with, especially since you have all ten of the of the exalted types um, available 
in essence. So they don't have all their charms, but you do have some universal charms already. You could try out with ox body technique for all of them and see which one's better. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, if, can I can I talk about the Kickstarter now? Are we at that point? Yes, sure. Can I do that? All right. Or like onyx body technique. Am I right? Uh, uh, million- Ian, why did we let you in the ceremony? <laughs> I don't know. I was as surprised as anyone else. <laughs> Because of his beautiful hair. Look at that. True, that is true. so nice. <laughs> Either way, we have uh, obviously a Kickstarter going on for Exalted Essence. I've been yelling about it online for two weeks now. Uh, we're at the halfway point, uh, 12 days to go, like 12 and a half days. And we are about $675 away from our stretch goal. We've had so many stretch goals we blasted through. Um, we hit 3,100 backers today, which means we're going to be adding yeah. some more pledge tiers tonight at nine o'clock Eastern. Nice. Uh, one of the coolest things I think is that this is, it, it just worked out this way. Our exalted panel is from eight to nine. So as soon as that panel's ending, we can count down to those tiers dropping. Um, <laughs> and those will be for custom charms, which I'm super excited about. Uh, yeah, no, I, I pitched the idea of essence a couple years ago now. Um, and we wrote a lot of it a little over a year ago, and then we spent the past year playtesting the crap out of it. Um, so if you think something looks like it's broken, it's probably been playtested, but we'll still, you know, listen to feedback in the, in the, in the group there. Um, it, it, it did blow my mind actually that, uh, today is the one year anniversary of our first Essence game we ever did live. Yeah. It was, wow. it was on the yep. 11th at Onyx PathCon last year. Um, so yeah, so now we're a year in the future. Monica is running a game of Essence on Sunday. Uh, the panel tonight from 8 to 9 is not Essence-specific. It's about all of Exalted. So Eric Mitten will be there, Alec Freeman, Lauren Roy, myself, and Neil Price. Uh, so we'll all be there to talk about Exalted as a whole because we've done a lot of talking about Essence recently. Um, but definitely tune in and watching Monica's Essence game on Sunday. It's going to feature some cool players, including some people who haven't played before. Uh, so yeah, I'm very, very, very much looking forward to that, including uh, one of our developers, Hiromi Kota, who is playing a totally normal human who does not turn into a spider and wrap people in silk and then suck them out like a Capri Sun. Totally normal person. He's, yeah, they are a totally normal human human person, person who definitely does not do that. Hello, they hello, hello with Dr. Person. Francis Smith, who is also a, a totally normal human, human person. Right. Yeah. Francis, Dr. Francis Smith is an excellent human being and does human type things. Yes. Like wear hats. <laughs> yeah. So I know also there are a few essence. Only we can get away with it. I think yes. they're all full at this point. Obviously, those 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 went pretty quick. Because uh, I know that Neil's running one uh, tomorrow, Sunday. I don't know. Sometime. Uh, Neil's running an essence game. Uh, it, it's a Neil game. So the players might juice a monkey. We don't know. Um, <laughs> and then we also have. Elliot running a game called an excess of exigence that is an all exigent essence game uh, which is really fun to play and fun to talk about uh also Elliot has created my favorite uh god and exalted of all time who is sublime ratio the mathematician um he's a tiny tiny moth that is a god of mathematics uh, and has made it exigent he's a little pink fuzzy moth god uh of, of of math so uh definitely that's that's not one we can watch but i'm hoping that elliot will let me like poke my head in and see what's going on with that one because i i want to play in that one (laughs) (laughs) but it went so quick but yeah no i'm I'm super happy with the response so far um a lot of comments on the kickstarter which is great both on the kickstarter and on the feedback form and uh we, we are listening to people we are tweaking things as we need to obviously but we are also just happy with the reception that's getting so far every time i think like oh it's slowing down now we hit like two more stretch goals and i'm like okay <laughs> like this is yep. be- beyond what i could have anticipated we've had kickstarters in the past where like at this point we're making like you know 70 bucks one day we have like one day that sucks and so far essence has not made less than two grand a day um nice which is awesome. It's got over, like, over 3,000 backers, 760-ish percent funded. Yep. Um, so yeah, I am, I'm I'm pleased as punch, and so is the whole team. Like we just, we, we were hoping people would like it, but we, you know, didn't realize it was going to quite do this. Uh, now I know how Eddie felt when Bugmeyer took off. Right, now, yeah. It's the just, Exalted cool. 3 Kickstarter hit, I think, 1,161% somewhere yeah. around there. So. Yeah, it was a over 1,000%. So and they had about forty five hundred backers, forty six hundred, something like that. 
Well, there are different metrics to measure, but just looking True. at percentages, I think we're on track to possibly match or maybe even beat it. Ah, that would be so cool. That would uh, be so cool. Yeah, it was, it was also our fastest funded Kickstarter. Yes, um, yes. 13 minutes. That was... It was an exciting day in which I got very little work done and mostly just sat here hitting <laughs> yep. F5 on the Kickstarter going like, it's still happening. It's still going up. And then I went to bed. It's like, oh, we've already hit 12 stretch goals. I'm like, what is happening today? Never have right. I been so grateful for James Bell. So, yes. Oh, thanks. oh God, I love oh, James. God. Hey, Rich, remember, uh, I think it was the Werewolf 20 Kickstarter. Remember uh, your power went out right when Werewolf was like on one of those big bumps? Mm-hmm. Right in the middle of the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> was that fun? Rich, we uh, need you to update this. Like, uh, I have no power. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was far more the Wild West then. Um, so let's. Uh, this is this is the first Kickstarter that I've been a collaborator on, and I uh, opened my other email the other day, my Kickstarter email, and I was like, oh god, I didn't realize that it emails you for every comment you get. Oh yeah, every. Yes. I was like, I have mm-hmm. six hundred and fifty emails from Kickstarter. That That's I one of the reasons I had to stop, Dixie. Is that is that the ding for my phone was it would become something that I craved. I am a millennial. My phone doesn't make any sounds. Ding ding ding. Yes yes. More more messages. Like, the people are lucky. People yep. are lucky if my phone's on vibrate. Often it is just on silent, sitting face up, so I can see it if it goes off. Speaking of Pavlovian responses. <gasps> <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, like that segue? That's a good one. That was great. <laughs> um, actually, I was going to go with that. Just speaking of Kickstarters, um, uh, uh, after Exigence is done taking everyone's money, um, or sorry, I, sold yes, essence, I should say. Exigence will be taking all of their money in the future. Right. So please, please save up some future money for exigence. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, you have to save the future money for, wait, no, I'm, no, I'm lost. It, Max Mercer's involved, I'm sure, somehow. Anyway. Um, uh, but no, uh, we are also prepping up for uh, the next big Pugmire book, Squeaks oh. in the Deep. Um, squeak, beep. Yes. Squeak, 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 squeak. Uh, for those who aren't, haven't heard about this yet, um, uh, this is going to be the next big uh, meaty kind of, uh, adventure book for both Pugmire and Monarchy Zumao uh, that will allow you to play both rats and mice. Uh, and it, it covers the uh, underneath, which is the underground area that actually connects both Pugmire and the monarchies, although neither nation actually quite realizes that. Also, the fact that people still go through the fearful forest means they definitely don't realize there's another <laughs> way, or the other way is way worse. I mean, the fearful forest will also probably eat you, but in a slightly less claustrophobic way. So at least you get some fresh air when you're being eaten in, in the forest. It's got um, that go for it. Right, yeah. So I mean, that's nice. You know, nice, nice pine smell as you get devoured. Um, but also uh, the other big thing is, um, uh, as opposed to magic, um, mice and rats are going to have access to psionics. So this is going to be the first uh, psionic rules for uh, Pugmire and Unless something changes radically, maybe even the first sand rules for 5e. We're <laughs> <laughs> still working on those. Um, uh, so yes, no, that's another thing I'm really excited about. Um, I, I mean, we were happy with how uh, Pirates Pugmire went, um, but uh, this is something that's a little different, and, and I'm, I'm really keen to see kind of how people gravitate to that and what they what they dig in that because it's it's a different take on some things, and it's also a little more about the. Um, the uh, diaspora uh, story that we touched on in bits and pieces mm-hmm. in other Pugmire books, but this will be for some reason to really kind of dig into that and what it's like to live in the margins of other people's cultures. So that's going to be really, really fun, I think. So, yep. yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, and, and I just wanted to say that for everybody who's uh, listening and watching this now, um, we can also, we will be talking about a lot of this um, same material tomorrow in the What's Up with Onyx Path panel yeah. uh, at 11 a.m., right? It's 11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we just wanted to make sure we got uh, the announcements out so people have time to kind of speculate about them and come to those panels with more questions and thoughts. Right. Um, so I've seen, for example, in the chat, some people are asking specific kind of questions, and Dixie's been saying, hey, come take those to the panels, because that's the time we're going to spend really dig into some of those deeper things. We want to give all the announcements out now so that we, you can come to those panels ready to, to ask questions and talk. Yeah, yeah we're not going to dig into, like, what's the next Chronicles bug, or, like, what's happening in World of Darkness right now, because we've got panels for that. Right. Uh, same with StoryPath, Scion God. Like, if you don't ask about Scion God, not, most of us here don't know as much about it, but you can probably ask the, the Scion team. 
<laughs> right. It's the uh, Scion book that comes after Demigod. And they would, it's yeah, God. that's it's, it's it's God. Um, they'd be better to ask about that because I haven't looked at it. And also, I mean, we have uh, a handy uh, brochure that's um, digital brochure this year. Um, we're not doing a printed one, but uh, we have a nice big forty-page brochure, and that's going to have all the stuff that we announced today are going to be on there, as well as links to um, actual plays of our various games. Um, places you can buy them, uh, the backer kits get to them. So it's, it's nice and convenient to actually, oh, that looks like a cool thing. You can click on it and immediately start getting more information or even start purchasing it or backing it or whatnot. So it is heavily linked. Yes, we, I know because I checked them a couple, <laughs> couple of times. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, um, if you haven't seen that, um, we'll definitely keep dropping the link around all weekends, but um, check out the brochure. It is it is definitely going to be uh, very, very informative this year. And that's the that's the art. Okay, my finger's gone. There it is. It's, no, it's gone again. <laughs> Go up this side, maybe. No, you can't even see it. This. Anyway, behind me is the art from the cover of the brochure. Some of the art, a very tiny bit yeah. of the art. Just the <laughs> upper corner. So, all right. Um, we're heading into the 40 minute mark. How are we doing? Do we have actually questions that we could jump into? Let me flip through because we don't have too many that weren't very specific. Um, anyone with Chronicles questions, a lot of the answers to that are literally just going to be it's up to Paradox. I uh, think with yeah. a lot of the Darkness questions, we'll do what we can, but I don't think we're going to be announcing a Chronicles game this weekend. Uh, yeah, let me let me just underline. We've been saying this for a while, but you know, it always it's always good to to repeat it so people can can get it because I know a lot of people are very dedicated to their game line, um, mm -hmm. whether that's the Chronicles, uh, Exalted, um, or any of the World of Darkness 20th anniversaries. People could, uh, have asked us probably every other day about: Are you going to do? hunter the reckoning 20th anniversary are you going to do mummy 20th anniversary demon the fallen 20th anniversary all of those decisions are not in our hands yep. we are we're a licensee of paradox we have to pitch things to them they have to approve those things and if they don't if for whatever reason they would they just say nah guys not not now that's we can't we can't do it so there's you can ask but it's going to be the same answer until we announce something that's, mm -hmm. I mean, that's really the way it is. We can't even discuss what what did you pitch because that's between us and the licensor paradox. Um, can say that like in the instance of Mage 20, long time people said, aren't you gonna do anything more? Aren't you gonna do anything more? And we actually, you know, we're waiting to hear from when they were able to say, yeah, you know what? You can do um, Tome of the Traditions. So great, just that's, that we could move forward and we announced it and here we go um also for werewolf 20 we have the uh apocalyptic record which uh, which is uh, our kind of follow through of all the well matthew you could probably explain it better than i could to be honest yeah so it's uh, in part it's summary of all of the matter plot of the prior 25 so years of werewolf the apocalypse uh, but it's it's not beckett's jihad diary for werewolf i will say that it is more well actually it's a difficult book to describe because it doesn't have the same sort of journalistic format of beckett's right. a lot of tales told around the campfire lots of uh, songs, anecdotes, uh, the wealth or the Garu nation's history is very much oral tradition and so on. Uh, then you have a lot of in-character arguing voices throughout Apocalyptic Record covering events that have appeared in previous werewolf books, things like the Amazon War, things like, well, everything from the Amazon War to monkey wrenching to, uh, to the fall of various tribes and so on. You've got all of that in Apocalyptic Record. It's a book that's divided up uh, in terms of chapters by auspice. Uh, so you've got a predominant auspice view uh, for each right. chapter, though it isn't uh, strictly delineated by any means. And yeah, it was a lot of fun to co-develop with Leith Shields. Uh, we had some fantastic writers on it. It is currently off to Paradox for approval, so here's hoping they like what they see. But yeah, uh, that will be the capstone for Werewolf uh, 20, barring any possible stretch goal should we do a Kickstarter. So yeah. 
Uh, very much looking forward to the reception for that one uh, because I'm a big Werewolf the Apocalypse fan. It was the first World of Darkness game I got to write for. So it was nice to be able to uh, co-develop the well concluding part of 20th anniversary for Werewolf 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have had a couple of questions. Uh, Flames Rising asks, what games are we all playing or running this weekend? You want to start, Rich? Well, I'm actually playing in the aforementioned anime game. <gasps> with me, too. With Dixie and with Eddie running it. And uh, a couple of other uh, wonderful uh, players. We had a little pre-session just to get our, our, our feet wet with the system. And, uh, and I think it's going to be a blast. There's a lot of energy there, a lot of cool stuff that could happen. And I'm going to punch something. <laughs> because Rich is playing a boxer, not because Rich has a desire to punch things. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I have given my character a uh, steel nail, so I might stab something with my fingernails. Excellent. Nice. Nice. That's fun, right? Mm-hmm. That Lady Death Strike in X Men. I'm testing my Marvel knowledge. I yeah, don't have a good. great yeah. Marvel knowledge. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, X, I think X twenty three. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um. I, th- I think that's the only game that Eddie's running. I'm not running yeah, any is. games. I'm it just is. hanging out and running panels. I have I have so many panels, so yeah. Yeah. Matthew, what about you? Uh, so games I am running, I will be running V5 tomorrow. It's a Cults of the Blood Gods themed game. Uh, current uh, players uh, planned are, we've got Craig Austin from Red Moon Roleplay. We've got Clara Herbal, uh, who was, is one of my co-developers, co-writers on Vampire the Masquerade, among many other games. Uh, we have B. Dave Waters, who most people will know from LA by Night. And we also have Outstar, who most people will know uh, due to her social media management for the world of darkness in general yep. uh, so they will be the players for b dave walters uh, oh yeah it's going to be very early for him he has already apologized that he will be drinking a lot of coffee early on so we're going <laughs> we're making sure his character is very peppy okay, uh, and on sunday i'm going to be running they came from classified on the schedule it is in the place where they came from beyond the grave is currently advertised it's going to be on the vorpal tales channel typical uh, spice. It is currently advertised as beyond the grave but yeah but see because it's classified we used a different name right uh, yeah, and uh, I'm running that game for a mixture of writers uh, who were on Classified and writers who were on previous They Came From games. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We got Kim Godwin, we got Hiromi Kota, uh, we have John Burke, we have Michael Barker, we have uh, Tyler from Vorpal Tales as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. This will be our first chance to parade They Came From Classified out before an audience too. Um, so yeah, those are my my games. Are you playing it all in, or are you just hanging out? I I'm not playing. Uh, I would love to check out the anima game, but unfortunately, the Trinity Continuum panel is running at the same time. Oh. So I I think I can. Why catch did we about, do that? I don't know. <laughs> so I think I can catch half an hour of it before I have to do my panel. But but, but you can come back afterward. Right. Yeah. Yes. Panel's not like four hours long. Yeah, because you're going like three, four hours. So I, I, yeah. I should be able to catch most of it just missing that chunk in right near the beginning. We won't do anything interesting. I appreciate that. Thank you. That way you can see all <laughs> the things really that any changed and didn't tell you about. Right. Uh, 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 Terraria for Life has asked, what is each of our most looked forward to stream game this weekend? Um, I'll go ahead and say, like, even though we've, we've talked about Anima a lot, I've talked about Essence a lot, I think it's clear that I'm looking forward to those. Um, Kind of a kind of a weird dark horse one is I'm looking forward to uh, one of my favorite storytellers of all time, Tom Muir, running Arthurian Changeling the Lost for my spray part group minus myself because I couldn't make it happen with my timing. Um, but I brought in Ever from Vorpal Tales, who is a wonderful human being, uh, to take my great. spot. And mm. if we do a sequel to it ever, hint, hint, Tom, uh, I'd be happy to play the fifth Kith because that's the other cool thing about this one is that we're using it to showcase five of the Kiths from Kith and Ken. I uh, reached out to Megan Fitzgerald and I asked her like, hey, which ones of these you think would work best during the uh, Arthurian times? And so we have a Draconic, a Bearskin, a Riddle Seeker, and a Chevalier. Um, and I am so excited to listen to Tom run that for a group of humans that I love playing with. So, awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. What about y'all? Well, I was looking forward to the Trinity panel, but I guess I'm not going to be able to see that. Oh. Yeah. Putting together panels and games is like an insanely evil Tetris game where it like, is, you burn your fingers and get shocks every time you try to change. It, it happens. Um, but no, I'm actually uh, genuinely excited about the, the classified one because um, yeah. uh, I've had the, the privilege of working on uh, actually I think every version of the game from now, Matthew, is that right? All but one that we've not announced yet. Right, yeah, except for that one. But otherwise, I've worked on all of, all the ones you all know about. <laughs> um, but I feel like classified yeah. is the one that's really hitting its stride. I, I feel like it, it, it's going to be a nice not only homage to the original movies, um, but it's, it's, a, it's a refinement of the engine and really nail what makes those spy movies fun and a Byzantine. Uh, so I'm really excited to see if that plays out the way I think it looks on the manuscript when we look at it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, there's, um, I think there's, is, I don't know if it's still in there, but I, I know that we mentioned it and it's been an idea that I've loved since we ran the Scion dual kickstarter of uh, dragon and yes. mythos someone was talking about yeah. and i think they're playing a game of dragon Scion, versus mythos. but only using those two yeah. yep so, chaz calendar is running that yes that uh, i'd love to know how that goes games so yeah uh, they're running a, a a dragon mythos scion game and i am definitely looking forward to seeing that because i haven't seen I have, I've, I've seen both books but i haven't seen the characters in action yet yeah, I want to see what happens when they do that. Plus, the flavor of that's going to be really interesting. Like you know, yeah, just like Cthulhu and and you know, so the dr dragon backstory that we put together and how those two things mesh, I think, is going to be really interesting. Yeah, uh, someone else just asked kind of randomly, like, do we have a could we have a video dedicated to the story path system mechanics? Maybe I don't know why not, but let's talk about that internally. Um, um, yeah, we talk about it internally, and and that's also I know uh, Danielle and I have done some kind of designing videos on the twitches to pass so i know danielle's watching so maybe we can talk about uh, speaking of danielle question specifically for eddie uh could you please explain how scale works um i'll explain it on the trinity panel <laughs> very well you're not Thank on you. the trinity panel <laughs> it works really really well <laughs> eddie you're not on that panel you're playing well then i guess it's not gonna happen that's so oh, sad i don't know there is a story path panel uh, i believe path. that is a great place to ask that question <laughs> we will we will dedicate an amount of time towards scale, I'm sure. Let's see. Any more questions? Danielle's upset that uh, the anima stream is happening during the Trinity panel. Uh, <laughs> someone, Ian has suggested that the, the Trinity panel should be the Trinity devs reacting to the anima playtest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a watch along now. now. Uh, I will look at that. So someone did point out, this is just a total housekeeping thing, but our names in the boxes on the thing are like in white with a black outline and they are incredibly hard to read. So I don't know what's going on with that font, but we'll uh, figure that out for future panels. Because um, yes, it is hard to read. You're absolutely correct. Uh, doo -doo -doo. I think that's, that's all the questions that we've had. People are excited for classified. Yeah, that's good to see. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, and should say that in the, in the They Came From panel, are we going to be waiting for They Came From panel to talk about the other They Came From game that is in the works? Yes. Shall we wait for then, or do you the want to do it on the WhatsApp? It is not in the brochure. It's not in the brochure. Oh, it's a secret. Because secret. we only just started it. Yes, and we did, we did want to say something and give classified a little a little chance to to everybody could have their oh I knew it was they meant it when they said it was classified moment mm. and then uh, I think yeah. that we can lead into that. Someone did ask. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait during the con, and I think we just decided that there will be more announcements during the con. Yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> whether you like it or not, there will be. They'll be scattered through, so you're gonna have to watch everything. Yes, very important. Pick up on every very single one. Yep. And there's actually a riddle that goes all the way through. If you listen to every third <laughs> word that Matthew says, with every fourth syllable that Eddie says, there's a there's an actual a, a clue to um oh what spells word? the name Lazarus the uh Cappadocia. the real the real clan for Rasputin. Are you trying to imply that we're scripted right now? That is not true. <laughs> that so, I think we Worse should hire better writers. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> What is there, happening? There, there, there. <laughs> well, both Ian and I are having strokes. 
It has only been <laughs> 51 minutes with y'all, and it's already devolved into this. What's happening? Well, well, this is exactly how the Pathcast works, yeah. isn't it? It is a podcast episode. Uh, exactly. People are calling you cursed, Rich. Um, just so you know, you have been deemed cursed in in chat because uh, of this, uh, and because of the sounds you yeah. were just making. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Talking more about backwards. Sims Four. The I was in, I was in Twin Peaks. I was. I don't know if you remember that. I was in the Red Room. You say remember uh, it? Yeah, I've never I was seen about, Twin Peaks. I've never mm, seen Twin Peaks. Yeah. I was about to start talking about Lost Highway. I like the bit with the uh, the little man saying, um, that's your wife on the phone. How do you know that's my wife on the phone? I'm in the kitchen with her right now. And he just smiles. But anyway, what else? What else do we have? Uh, we also have uh, lots of panels taking place, as we've been mentioning. Uh, I'll be on the Vampire the Masquerade panel tomorrow ahead of my game. I'm on the They Came From panel the day after that, where, as mentioned, we'll be making some announcements. There's lots of uh, lots of panels going on throughout this convention, so please do check them out. Please, as I mentioned, uh, for people who have joined this at this late point in this particular panel, if you have a few hours to spare over the weekend, please take part in a game. You can just go onto the website, sign up to a game, and play something new. It will be exciting. It will be fun, a new experience. And what's more, and we will keep beating this drum, uh, there's a charity component to this convention. Mm -hmm. yes. Even if all you can spare is a few dollars, uh, that's still gratefully appreciated. We've got a target on the website that we would love to hit, but you know, if we can exceed it, that's even better. And every single time you sign up to a game, a portion of what you're paying for is also you're paying towards charities. So it is for a good cause. Mm -hmm. And we would love it if we could burst through our target early on and everything else is just gravy for the rest of the weekend. Someone did so, ask if there was a way to donate know. straight to the charity. Is there a link for that, or is that possible? I mean, you could you could always donate to the Bonana Group, but I don't know if like you could do it through us. Um, that I couldn't tell you. I'm the Bonana sure. Group does have a donate link right on the front page of their website. Yeah, so there if you, you prefer to just do that, um, I think that the tips for the ST still go to the ST. I think it's just the cost of the tickets that goes to the charity. Right. And not all of them, like part of that still goes to the ST. I had quite a few of our freelancers that when I was first trying to like get people to sign up to run games, they were like, oh, I don't want to charge for this. And I was like, charity. Yes. They were like, I don't need to charge. Like, Percentage. Charity. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we, no. We would like very, to help our good. friends at Bodana out if possible. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie just linked it in the chat, thebadonagroup.org. Um, there is a donate will... button that takes you directly to a PayPal uh, uh, account that you can donate directly to. So it goes right to them. Yep, and for people listening to this on the podcast, I will put it in the show notes. Excellent. Yeah, because that donate button's going to be evergreen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, please just give them money if you want to. Like, you don't have to give us money. You just give them money. But also, we do have a bunch of really cool bundles and stuff going on this weekend, uh, which I guess we should also announce during this panel or talk about. Um, I posted them in our Discord. But if you look at, um, first of all, of course, we have Aberrant for sale. It's in hardcover at Studio 2. Um, and then PDF POD at drive through. Uh, we have a bunch of book screens and dice at half off on indiepressrevolution.com. Okay. Uh, we have some Dystopia Rising uh, and Select Pugmire and Monarchies PDFs and the post apocalypse sale at drive through RPG. Mm -hmm. There's a bundle deal on Dystopia Rising. And if you look for OPPCon as a keyword on drive through RPG, there's 14 different OPPCon 2021 PDF bundles on a bunch of different RPGs in fiction. 14 so of them. Like, 14 oh, different why? bundles. Like, they're, they're, they're just just clued to this con. There, there, and, are, there are many yeah. worlds. Oh, wait, should I put up my other graphic now? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I am super excited about that. And those will be running, I mean, Aberrant will be running forever. We're just going to sell Aberrant forever and ever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so everything <laughs> else will. No, we're going to sell Aberrant until 2028. And then, and then it becomes obsolete. Right. <laughs> well, then we'll need a new edition, which pushed the timeline further. Oh, yeah, if That's you start funny. now, you have the same like seven years to work on. <laughs> yeah, did you just announce the the, the next edition? Aberrant, yes. Of the Aberrant, Trinity Continuum. Aberrant third edition uh, is set in twenty forty eight. So the near future. That was yes. not a real announcement. Just to, <laughs> I, I feel like I need to say that just in case it was not real. That or didn't happen. is it? We're the guys who did classified. Remember? Okay, fine, Rich. If you say it's a real announcement, I can't I'm, stop. I'm you. saying it's not, or it is. 
we don't know. It's like Schrodinger's announcement. Like, yeah. yeah. It may okay. or may not be the announcement was both live and, and, and dead at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have like four minutes left. Uh, if anybody wants to ask any more questions, get them in right now. Otherwise, we're going to go raid a stream. What does that even mean? You it means that our stream people. takes all of our people and puts them on their stream. Oh. And Verbal Tales is playing Contagion Chronicle right now, which we are super excited about, yeah. obviously. Yeah, let's throw some people their way. Cool. Have some people. Hooray. Sounds good. Where would we go to find the brochure? I can link the brochure again. Okay. Maybe or or Ian can. Ian probably has links handier than I do. I have to Google things. Matt, Matthew has constantly been saying, "Hey, someone's going to throw a link in the chat." So I've been throwing links in the chat. Oh no, I've been watching. <laughs> so if you want to put a link in, please by all means. Although you you you've often been putting links in the chat, like right as I um like find the link. <laughs> He's just that fast. Look at that! Look at that! Add Eddie Eddie Gazumpchin. While you were arguing. So, so, yeah. so Dixie had to low blow. Eddie. I'm gonna three. delete your comment because I'm a damn mom. it. No, <laughs> no. Who gave you three <laughs> minutes, talk, talk over the method. Three minutes to ask questions. Three minutes to ask questions. If anyone has got any questions before this panel ends, now is the time to ask. Just it can preface be silly with questions. questions. But anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We may even answer it. Oh, if anybody's yeah. in the Onyx Path Discord, uh, just so y'all know, uh, I'm doing an after party on Sunday night. At eight o'clock, we're gonna be playing some Jackbox right here on this Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, I have a thing pinned in the Onyx Path Discord and then a the con channel, and I think in the main like, general channel. If you want to submit any custom Onyx Path quips for Quiplash, please do so. I will be putting them all into a pack Sunday afternoon. And if you're in our Discord and you don't have access to the Onyx Path channels, just type exclamation point OPVCon and that'll give you permissions to do all that stuff. And it'll turn your name a pretty blue. Yes, yeah. it will. We we uh, we're Trinity. We talked about it earlier, but Trinity Aether is like a Victorian set War of the Worlds type Trinity game. So you will see more about that. Steampunk, as well. HG Wells, Dorian Gray, that kind of fun. Mangani wants, man. Mangani wants to know, Rich, if you have any other cool hats besides the bear hat. To wear. Uh, you'll have to watch the anima. <laughs> oh no! Did you get? That's the announcement. Hat? Everyone really wants to know what is Rich going to wear in in his game. <laughs> so everyone else is going to be really really cool, and I, I'm going a different direction. <laughs> I just love the fact that like when we were we were casting for Essence last year and we were like, let's let's give her something fairly easy. I don't want to make him like deal with he's not smart. Well, no, it's because fair. you have eight yeah. million things you're doing at any given time. And I was like, I just want to give him something kind of easy that he doesn't have to like think about it too much. And we gave you a bear lunar and you rolled a freaking bear hat. And I was like you never know what you'll find in my house. I didn't know you had a bear hat. Like, what no, is happening? I didn't know until I, I said, hey, do we have a bear hat? And my son went, uh, yeah. I got a mask. <laughs> oh he did a video where he was being chased through our yard while trying to sing. They were supposed to, during the, the COVID, do their songs for, for chorus into the thing. And he had his brother in a bear outfit chase him around while he was singing this, uh, this uh, sonata or whatever it was. <laughs> Does it look like the costume from that bit of The Shining? You know, in the... Know, it's ding, a little more, ding, di di more dirty <laughs> dark, I think. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, it is 5 p.m., so I would like to thank you all for joining us for the opening ceremonies. I hope this felt properly ceremonial. Um, I did not. Just, I now well, declare this convention open. <laughs> <laughs> convention is open. It's been open. There's a wonderful cooking show that started everything, and... Uh, and I think, uh, you know, for the rest of the next couple of days, please have some fun with, with the games that we've got here. Have some fun with asking people questions and, and just trying out, as Matthew said, try out some new things. If, if you don't, if you always want to know how a game plays, this is your chance. Yeah. And of course, we've got more panels, more games. We're on like five different channels. Keep an eye on the schedule. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to poke people on the Discord or just reach out to us on Twitter. We'll try to get you links to things. We'll be around so I will see you all back at eight for the exalted panel. And Rich, do you want to sign us off with the uh, with with the words? All right. Yeah, many worlds, one path. Yay! Solo outro. It's me, just me again. Hi. This feels really weird because I'm just kind of talking at my computer, but I'm also waving my arms around as if you can see me. Probably because I spent all of last weekend on stream. It felt like. Either way, 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed our announcements. We had a couple of other ones that we'll probably talk about in some upcoming podcast episodes. But we did throughout the weekend also announce they came from the Cyclops' Cave, uh, which I'm super, super excited about. That's our fantasy version of uh, they came from, kind of a Harryhausen journey to the center of the earth, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, past that, we did neglect to say all of our handles during the VOD, so I will put them all here now. If you want to follow Eddie, you can find him at Pugsteady. Rich is at Rich underscore Thomas underscore OP. Matthew is at Dawkins MP. Ian is at Von Aether. Find me, as always, at Dixie Cyanide on most social media. You can find us all hanging around the discords, doing stuff, you know, just basically chilling. And, as always, many worlds, one podcast. All right, we're clear.